Hey, what's happening? It's Saturday, September 25th, 2021. Hope you're having a beautiful day. I know it's a weekend edition. I'm a little behind, but I wanted to get caught up and was waiting to see how this Arizona audit would turn out. Um, as expected, if you listen to my show earlier this week, we'll talk about it. Um, you know, it's it's been a sideshow, not to say it was a circus, but... I think it was desperate. I think going after after logs and forensically auditing voting machines was not where where you're going to find fraud. Now they're claiming, you know, if you go to any of the further right-wing sites, there's claims of 70,000 duplicates, this and that. You know, the bottom line is they did a hand count. They've looked at all the ballots and came up with a number that had Biden winning. This isn't about manipulating after the fact the the steal if you want to call it is about ballots it's about infusing blank ballots into the system and harvesting them to the democrat candidate right going around helping people fill out the ballots and we'll go over what the claims are a little bit but nothing's coming of it that election's been over for a long time and we're seeing the results and the complete chaos from what the democrats actually pulled off been some um, gaslighting and uh, hysteria issues this week on the border. We'll chat about that. We'll go through some of the news headlines and try to cover everything uh, that's relevant in the next 35, 40 minutes to include Nancy Pelosi trying to jam through this massive spending package to the tune of $3.5 trillion. But first, Never doubt COVID, right? COVID is more than a pandemic. It's more than a virus. COVID-19 is the reason Joe Biden won the election, right? Or any Democrat, any challenger were able to beat Donald Trump. And so Biden, according to Fox News, and I agree, is issuing new COVID policy to distract from multiple crises overseas and at home. I mean, if you were to take the top 10 things that Biden said he was going to accomplish, he's 0 for 10. Uh, the guy, I, I don't know if it's possible if you tried to miss on this many items in your first year as a president or an executive, a governor. I mean, this guy can't do anything well. He's always been a loser. He's never won on the national stage. And he gets this underhand pitch during COVID. He's walked in there in, in a senile state. And even his people can't get anything right. So with all that's gone on in Afghanistan with the border crisis, with thousands of Haitians living under a bridge trying to get across, and now they're trying to fly them back. And now Biden's administration, I mean, the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, who's the, um, uh, I think that's, he's the Secretary of, of, of Homeland Security, and you've got the Attorney General involved. These guys all sound like right-wingers now, right? You even had Kamala last month saying, do not come. Like, you know, okay, you created this mess, you ignored it for five months, and now you've got a humanitarian crisis uh, in your face. People are having babies in the middle of nowhere. And so what has Joe Biden got to do? Well, he's got to do two things. One, he's got to come out and talk about COVID, right? He's got to remind the sycophant 40% that would do anything and support him through anything that he is protecting him, that your government can protect you. When in actuality, and I'm including the military here, I'm not sure what the hell the government can really do for us in this modern era, positive at least. 
And so Biden has issued new COVID policy, right? So he had the embarrassment over the booster shot. That embarrassment coming from a CDC panel basically saying, hey, whoa, there's no evidence that a third booster shot focusing on Pfizer for that particular discussion does anybody any good and hasn't been studied enough. Well, two of the people involved in fighting against that are stepping down from the FDA as part of, they were part of that CDC panel. And now the head of the CDC, who just looks and sounds like a woke feminist, came out and she basically ignored the panel. And so they, she made her recommendation, so Biden's running with it because he invested millions, probably a billion and change in buying more vaccines to cover boosters because right now, 76%, almost 77% of eligible Americans, according to the CDC website, have been vaccinated or at least have um, at least one shot. That's right, 76.9% as of right now on the CDC website have one shot. So he's doubling down. Biden's doubling down on his investment in boosters and getting booster shots. One, because Fauci for a few months has been saying it's good. And regardless of how screwed up he is, how many mistakes he makes, the left will listen to everything he says. Now, it's interesting he has not been as prominent lately. I think they are aware of the lightning rod Anthony Fauci is because you either love him or you despise him. I despise him. I wouldn't take his recommendation on treating a common cold, let alone this pandemic, based on not only what he's screwed up so far and how wrong he's been with COVID-19, but go back. I've encouraged you to look up and research his legacy with the AIDS virus. It's embarrassing. Only a government employee would still have a job after that complete screw up, right? Not only has he still have a job, he's been promoted. And so the Biden administration summer was plagued by multiple crises. This is according to Fox News. From Afghanistan to rising prices. I didn't mention that, right? Everything's getting more expensive. We have supply shortages. Even the legacy media outlets known mostly for their favorable coverage of Biden, like CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, you name it. They're all in bed for him, right? Well, Fox goes on. Democrats, spurred by the deaths of 13 U.S. service members in Afghanistan, even began hammering the president. Now, let's remind you, again, it's September 25th. That crisis is well over a month old. Not one person in the military or in the civilian defense department has been fired or resigned. Not one. Total fucking losers. That's a disgrace. And it's why I despise the military today. I do. I'll say it on here. I despise everything in command structure, everything about what the image is of our armed forces. I am sick. You would not know that I'm a veteran if you met me in the last couple of years. This isn't new because I know people running the show and they're total losers. It's scary. It's scary who is in charge. Why are they in charge? Because the really smart, talented people got sick of the bureaucracy that the military became, got sick of the social experiment that Obama made it when he was president, and winners... Smart people will go to make more money in the civilian world and leave the losers in the military behind. I'm talking about the officers. When you're surrounded by incompetence and bureaucracy and you can't get anything done. Because if you work for a publicly traded company in capitalist America, results matter. But I'm sorry, the military doesn't give a damn about results anymore. You can be fat and decide to opt out of the current physical fitness training courses, testing. You don't have to run anymore. You can walk. 
You don't have to be a man or a woman. You can have a dick and call yourself a woman and still be in the military. How is that good conduct? I'm sorry. How does that help morale of a team? When you have a dude walking around a female barrack because he, she identifies as a woman. That shit is happening. And now they're talking about covering sex change operations. I don't know if they've approved it, but they will. And now you have the chairman of the Joint Chiefs saying that white rage and white supremacy a few months ago is the biggest threat. So what that does is it creates a bunch of hate within the ranks. And it sounds like a miserable goddamn place to be. So as much as I, air quotes, support the troops, fuck the U.S. military. I said it. As long as it's run and as long as decisions are made by people like General Milley and all the others who have since retired and run the ranks of the CIA, leftist academic liberals, F them. We can't be openly and just automatically support these guys. They have to be called out. That's the whole point of all the military command working for a civilian secretary of defense. They serve us. The military serves us, and they're not supposed to be safe. Don't tell troops to be safe. They're supposed to be fucking dangerous. Because the more dangerous they are, the more likely they are to kill somebody else and not get killed themselves. Amen, baby. That's what they're supposed to do. Even the woke little bitch in the Army recruiting video with two moms in Santa Monica talking about how it was her calling. Guess what, sweetheart? Your job, in the end, is to be ready to kill people. I don't care that you get to shoot down missiles because she highlighted how she's part of the Patriot missile defense. Bitch, you're expected to grab a rifle if you need to and headshot a fool if he attacks you or your teammate. So all of your Ferris, Ferris wheel pictures, animation, marching for rights, brave white little liberal in Santa Monica, all of that goes right down the drain when a goddamn Haji with a bayonet is coming after you. Mommy and mommy can't save you. And it comes down to fuck, fight, or hold the light, sister. You better shoot. You better sit down and grind. You're telling me they're recruiting people that are able to become killers in the name of their country and defending their teammates? And I don't care if somebody's gay. I don't care who somebody wants to sleep with. But you're either sir or ma'am, goddammit. You're one of the two. And it's what's on your birth certificate. And it's not... And, and again, we've got a whole command structure... That supports this woke nonsense, so F them all. I have no faith in our armed forces right now. Until I see a change, we need to be suspect of anything they do. Anything. Because unfortunately for the good people in the military, they're taking orders from idiots. Believe me, I know some of them, like I've said. The smart ones got out of the officer ranks as soon as they were able. And if they were in the Air Force, they were pilots, they're flying for the, they're flying for the civilian airlines. If they were... If they were um, operators and trained to kill, uh, trained to, to, to do anything special ops related, if they want to keep doing that, they're working for civilian contractors, making three times what they make from the Army and not dealing with a bunch of crap. They have better equipment. They have a better life. I can't blame them. And anybody else who can get out and get a decent profession away from that bureaucracy, do it. Get out as soon as you can. And if you're thinking about going in, know that for a few years it's going to suck and hopefully it changes. Because I wouldn't want my kids under a command led by a General Milley and doing his bidding for whatever woke goddamn reason he wants to deploy people or leave them hanging like we've left so many people hanging, not only in Afghanistan, but Benghazi. 
You can go back to the 90s. And we left him hanging in Mogadishu. Thanks, Bill Clinton. But anyway, Biden, he's, he's coming hard now on COVID. Coming hard because he's got to get everybody's attention away from how screwed up his military command is, how screwed up his economy is, how they missed the new jobs by hundreds of thousands last, last month. And they're probably not going to get much better this month. And everything you're buying right now is more expensive. From gas to milk, you name it. It costs money to make things and everything is more expensive to make right now. And that extra expense get, gets passed on to us, the consumer. Nobody we're buying from is going to eat it. But Biden is, I mean, they're just hand walking him around. He vacationed over the weekend uh, when the border crisis was, was hitting heavy. And, you know, regardless of the COVID numbers, regardless of what's going on, he is nationalizing everything. Right. So when in doubt, get your ass on the COVID train. Right, Joe Biden. And so he's got now booster shot recommendations for anybody who's old and then adults who have anything wrong with them. Right. He is he is doing Pfizer's bidding with this booster shot with no data supporting that it will do anybody any good. But we do have data that natural immunity is better. That is being totally ignored in every city like Los Angeles now requires, from what I understand, L.A. County jumped on it, bars, restaurants, you got wineries in Napa requiring vaccine proof. They don't factor in natural immunity. You can't prove you have antibodies. So what are people doing? There are a lot of unvaccinated people in California with vaccine proof, unvaccinated, with proof. I've been offered three different people vaccine cards. They're all over the place. All you need, doctor, they're not monitored. I've got my vaccine. You look at it. It's a two-sided cardboard note card, basically, size. And one of my vaccines was handwritten in by a dude. So pretty easy. And I don't, if you, it, listen, if you had COVID and you have antibodies, do it. I don't, I wouldn't get the shot. Maybe I'd get one if I really wanted to follow the data, but I don't know. If you don't want to get it, don't. But with the border crisis emerging, it was it was up to 14,000 migrants were huddled under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas last week. That's right on the border. And the Pentagon then had to admit. So this week, this last week for Biden was brutal because it started off end of last week, so a week ago, before the news cycle goes to almost sleepy time on the weekends, that was deliberate, the Pentagon came out and said, we killed 10 civilians in that drone strike where we thought we only killed two low-level ISIS people. Remember, they wouldn't release the names. I'm sure you heard it all week. Huge story. Incredibly sad. Two families wiped out by, I mean, children were killed. All the while, Biden's riding his bike in, in Delaware. When that story comes out, you, you couldn't. it couldn't hold too much time on the headlines because then the border crisis surged and you got a whole small town of Haitians and otherwise having babies under a bridge and there were no orders on what to do. It took them a few days to get planes together, but it's a drop in the bucket forcing people to fly out, getting them out. They realize they can't just sit on this. They can't just open the border and let 14,000 people in because they become your responsibility. And that would be received with tremendous resistance. But then if you what do you do with them on the other side? We start setting up camps. It's going to encourage more to come. 14,000 will become 50,000. 
disease, famine, all kinds of crimes. So they were, the Border Patrol got involved. Now, this was a gift that Biden tried his best, and it didn't take because social media gave up on the image in about 12 hours. And you saw Border Patrol agents on horses as they should be. You have cops on horses in New York. But on the border on that terrain, horses still make more sense than any ATV, all-terrain vehicle you can come up with. I'm sorry. The horse just needs some water, good care. It loves what it does. And it can handle anything in the water, out of the water, you name it. And it gives you a powerful, elevated vantage point. Hence why people have them in urban environments. And in some, they should have them armored up like medieval days. Guy, imagine trying to, I don't think they have horses policing people in Chicago right now. It's not safe for the horse. But they got them on the border. And in trying to keep these migrants from coming in illegally, the Border Patrol was doing its job. And the image was a little uncomfortable because they were getting after these dudes. And they're Haitians, so they happen to be black. And, of course, we know where this went. The whipping narrative took hold. The drive-by media grabbed it. And the photographer clearly wasn't given a memo. Is not part of the agenda. Totally 180 it for the mainstream press. Now, they're the drive-by media. They're not going to... They lob their story. They lob their hate, their rage, and they move on. Right? That's why Rush coined them as such. So they're not going to come back and deal with the damage of their poor reporting they never do don lemon doesn't do that he's a total screw-up but he never he's never held accountable he's a gay black man and in the world he lives in he's got double coverage well pictures came out of the border patrol moving these haitians and they were using the reins to either whip the horse to move i don't know i i'm not going to analyze it honestly I don't, I don't care that much. I don't like the picture. I don't like seeing people scared and running. But we are a sovereign nation of laws with borders. And so the whipping black people narrative came out. The desperates on the left sprinted with it. Biden, of course, took up. And he actually said he's going to have those border patrol agents who are in the shit he created in 100 degree weather on the border trying to handle this situation with no manpower, he says he's going to investigate and possibly arrest him. That ain't going to happen, dickhead. You're not going to pull that off. It's just, you know, spoon feed for the the weak on the left. They won't follow up on it, but they've suspended these guys. And the photographer who took the picture said there were no whips. There was no whipping. It's just action photos, and they were good photos. I mean, if you talk about capturing a moment, and it's pretty intense riding a horse amongst crowded crowds of people. And these guys are tired of dealing with a mess, these Border Patrol agents, a mess that their own government doesn't help them with. And so Biden jumped all over that and he talked about it in one of his addresses. I think it was the same one where he was talking COVID. And it, it's what they do on the left. They take little snapshot stories and talk about those and not the major issues that matter to the taxpayers. And so last week, botched drone strike, Central Command loser general had to come out and talk about that. And then um, you got this migrant crisis. 
And then now the Biden administration announcing new COVID travel requirements Monday for foreign nationals entering the U.S., ordering them to be vaccinated before coming to the country. The move nearly backfired. This is from Fox. When Fox News' Peter Ducey, goddamn hero, we love Peter, questioned Raggedy Ann White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki if proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test will be required for migrants at the border as images of the Del Rio encampment became hard to ignore? I think that's a fair question, right? If you're going to require legally traveling individuals to be vaccinated to come to the U.S., why not hundreds, thousands of potential criminals illegally coming in here? Of course, it put her on the defense because remember, she is a white liberal woman. You are never, ever, ever to question a white liberal female. They are to be worshipped. More so if she were black, holy crap, she can do whatever she wants. That's why Kamala Harris hates this job probably because that incredibly unattractive nose is to be looked up to and you are not to question her unless you're asking her where she got her shoes. So Jen Psaki comes from that protected, privileged academic world where nobody is allowed to question you because you are the compassionate female liberal. And you are a hero by existence. Well, Peter Ducey gives zero fucks and he asks her those questions. And it's fun to see how much she hates him when she tries not to look like she hates him. But it's funny because she couldn't answer the question when he asked her about vaccinating illegals. And it's amazing how awkward it gets, how they just can't be consistent. They want to draw, the left loves to say they have standards when they actually have none. Again, it's easy to be a liberal. It's easy to say, hey, those of you flying through a secured airport need to be vaccinated. That's an easy requirement. Not Right now, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me if people are already testing. But you're saying, okay, you're coming here, you have to be vaccinated, but only if you legally come through an airport. Well, okay, that's pretty easy. Pretty easy business, Joe. How about we make it, so that the people we detain and we're trying to stay here are also vaccinated. It's unbelievable. And, um, you know, these vaccine mandates now making people that travel here legally, making them be vaccinated, coming out with new booster shot guidelines that go totally against the panel that they organized to discuss the booster shot. All this news is a major distraction And now, you know, Biden will be at the UN one day again. He was there about a week and a half ago. Didn't talk about China. Didn't confront anything about China and COVID and responsibility. He's a coward. Democrats are cowards. People that agree to everything, they call themselves progressives. No, they say yes to everything. Want to get an abortion eight months? Yes. Want your kid to use drugs? Sure. They don't give a shit. Want to talk about All kinds of perverse sex in school, critical race theory. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes to everything. I'm a liberal. Yes, 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 yes. But don't you forget how brave I am. They're the biggest cowards, non-standard living humans to have ever walked the face of the earth. Especially when you get down to the category of the white American liberal. They don't get more disgusting. Everything is easy. It's made easy for them. And the in a way, the strategic brilliance of how they conduct themselves is that the first thing they'll tell you is how brave they are, right? I mean, you got to love them. 
I mean, they're they're mad. They get real mad at Gavin Newsom when he does something that might affect them. But once they know it won't affect them, they're okay with it. Like rezoning of housing. If you've heard about this in California, not to go off on a tangent here, but it's funny. You know, Newsom and the California Democrats want to eliminate protected zoning status for single family homes. Basically, you could sell your home to an apartment developer, a condo developer. So where you had single family home housing, you can do an apartment. Well, you talk to a liberal in California. Oh, we have a housing problem. We need more housing. You do? You need more housing? Like, okay. So like in Santa Monica, like your neighborhoods, um, or Hollywood Park, or anywhere, you, you guys have a bungalow home. So you're saying you support that the zoning protecting your neighborhoods, your pretty little oasis amongst the fecal matter and shit of the homeless and crime in LA? You're, you don't mind if that gets reasonable? Oh, no, no. <laughs> We're fighting it. We're fighting it in our city, but we need it in California. That right there is exactly what a liberal is. It applies to every issue. That single family housing, that's how you want to quiz these people. What do you think about it? Oh, I think it's a great idea. Oh, really? So you're supporting it, right? You're supporting it in, you pick it, Santa Monica. You're supporting it. Oh, Malibu? You're okay with that zoning? Oh, no, our, our, town's, our town's not going to accept that. It's not going to happen in Malibu. Those are them. That's who they are. It's a great issue to expose their hypocrisy. Amazing. Um, but yeah, COVID, COVID's still going to kill us all, according to Joe Biden. He better come out, and he's going to keep hammering on it. At the same time, Pelosi's trying to get her mega spending bills across. They'll pass something this week to keep the government funded. We're coming up against the end of the fiscal year, right? September 30th. That would be next Thursday, right? We're less than a week away. Today's Saturday. So what happens if Nancy can't get some of these Democrats to hold the line? And she's got to count on the two holdouts in the Senate, Democrats, Manchin and Cinema. Manchin's already like, I'm not rushing this. And sitting back and he wants to read it all. Give him credit for that. I think he's sincere about it. Not hearing much from Cinema. But I like her. She's the one that didn't wear all white, and she stood for the troops during that State of the Union address Trump did a couple years ago when all the rest of the women went out there and made it all about them, which a liberal woman will always do. You name it. She goes to help at a charity event. She's going to make sure pictures are taken of her. It's not about the philanthropy with any of those bitches. And Nancy Pelosi's exactly that, right? She's, this is, you know, and she can, she can rein in Democrats. As Speaker, she can get people to do things. She did it with Obamacare. But now she's got to muscle through a total of $3.5 trillion in spending. And there are people saying, boy, it's, it's going to be tight, even with for Nancy Pelosi. So that's, that's something Biden's banking on. He wants to sign this Build Back Better combined with the infrastructure, $3.5 trillion total. He wants to put that into law fast. He wants to infuse some printed money into the economy to give it some CPR. It won't last. And so that's going on. And he's going to, you know, he's going to keep going with COVID. He's going to keep bad-mouthing law enforcement. All the while, states like Minnesota are begging, begging to keep law enforcement. And I guess they got to, they're going to vote on it. I haven't seen, I don't know when it is. Maybe it's next week. There, there actually isn't a, a measure you can vote to abolish the police in Minnesota. I don't think they're going to. I think even the white liberals, there are many in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, are going to tell people, absolutely, 
abolish, abolish, abolish. And then when they get behind the curtain, they're like, like, hell no. I mean, these are racist white liberals, okay? So they're the first ones, more than any conservative that they badmouth. These are the people that call the police early and often when there's simply an African-American walking in their neighborhood. They ain't voting to abolish shit. The cops are good to go in Minnesota. Minnesota universities are upping their police presence after there have been attacks and complaints and all kinds of problems. So the Wokies, the Wokies aren't holding up on that. That's been falling apart for a year now. But Biden's got a bad mouth, the Border Patrol. A couple guys doing a job that nobody in his legacy would ever care to do. And there, there have been Border Patrol agents dying in scenarios that could be resolved by our federal government. Um, real quick, let's talk about the Maricopa County audit. I think it was a total bust. All right, you go to Gateway Pundit, you're going to hear all kinds of numbers dropped. You know, I'll look here and I'll give them to you about duplicate votes. These are in logs. These aren't actual ballots. Ghost ballots, you know, they're saying Biden, seven times Biden's margin of victory. It, it's not it's not matching up with actual ballots, okay? There are some criminal things that might have happened and there are some accusations and they have been referred to authorities. That could involve deleting data or not just mismanagement of equipment, okay? And I am not, I'm just not down with this. I, 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 don't, I don't see this as being aligned with the problem that we have with what Democrats do in the elections. I mentioned it earlier. It's a, for them, it's getting ballots out. It's using scenarios like COVID to universally mail ballots to everybody like they did for the recall. I think it was over 22 million ballots put out into circulation. There were fraudulent ballots filled out, but they're actual ballots that are counted with signatures. Okay, And then there are millions that were harvested. People have no idea who they're voting for. Come by, you have your ballot, sure, I'll help you fill it out. That's Only Democrats do that. So if you're dug in on this Maricopa County thing, you're wasting your time, in my opinion. You're wasting your time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm only mentioning it because it's out there. I use Gateway Pundit, but I always verify everything I talk. If I, if I reference Gateway Pundit, it's a story that I found elsewhere, at least on Fox News or something else, even on CNN that might be disagreeing with the point of view. I validate anything that's as far right as the Gateway Pundit. Um, they got Trump polls, Biden and Harris losing to Trump in 2024. Okay. I mean, sure. It's a long way from now. So it doesn't mean anything to me. And is Trump going to run? I think he's interested in doing it now. Um, this is anecdotal, but I've talked to a number of people that hate Biden, that lean Republican that would never vote for Trump. These are women. I'm concerned that if Trump wins, You know, he's going to have a turnout issue with the largest voting demographic. Women, if you look at just women, they are more than half the voting base. So women have a problem with Trump. Republican women, are you saying moderate women that he would need, that he got in 2016? He did well. Lost ground to him in 2020. You can't say he didn't. He did. And I'm real worried about Trump in that regard. You should be too. As fun as it would be to have him, one, run, we'll see all the rallies, we'll see all the same stuff, but come election time, 
could have a serious problem with him. He could be a lightning rod to get enough people out, independents, to vote against him. And then it wouldn't matter if he's running against an idiot like Kamala Harris. I don't think anything would matter um, for some people. If it's voting against Trump, that could be enough. That could be enough for millions of people to show up and mark for the Democrat, whether it's Harris or somebody else. It won't be Biden again. There's no way. Um, Something I do like to see out of New York, their health commissioner, Howard Zucker, is stepping down. He was part of the Cuomo initiative to force COVID patients on nursing homes, which led to the death of thousands. Families lost their parents, their loved ones, without being able to see them because of what Cuomo did, who's no longer governor of New York and has no political career. Thank you very much. Remember all the idiots that were on their knees for him during COVID? Don't forget those people. They're idiots too. And it's okay to point it out to them if you want to. Um, I have. I remember the posts. I remember them. I take screenshots. So I remind people when they have an opinion now, I remind them they've had an opinion before. So their judgment doesn't really muster up. Putting people in their place is pretty fantastic. I'm going to admit it. It's nice. If you've got the data, you got receipts, do it. So what? They won't send you a Christmas card. They're probably assholes anyway. But it's nice to see that after Cuomo's gone, this scumbag Zucker has to step down. And um, it's, it's not, you know, just there's a shakeup, right? I mean, there's people losing. They've had, they had somebody um, lose the city council district this year. Uh, that was part of the the um, uh, Cuomo regime. And it says this guy, this health commissioner, Zucker, who has been in the position since 2015, was accused by critics of, help, critics of helping Cuomo minimize and disguise. It's not only what they did. You remember, they held back and hid information once they had it. They downplayed and they shaved numbers off of the reports to cover their ass. Well, they got caught. And so um, under Zucker's watch, the health department provided incomplete tallies of coronavirus death counts. Yeah, forced to step down. The guy should be arrested. But he's a Democrat in a blue state. He'll probably duck it. Remember, the Southern District of New York, uh, Department of Justice, right? They're going after Trump still. So I'm sure Albany's the same. SDNY, the Southern District is down in Manhattan, right? Liberal Mecca, Ivory Tower. They're still going after Trump tax returns and stuff like that, right? Really focused on the people's business. While you got people right under their nose committing manslaughter. Again, they're liberals. They don't care about anything. So we shouldn't care much about them. They're the enemy. They're who we need to defeat. Ideologically, politically, culturally. And I... I don't know how you guys do it. Those of you who have kids in public schools, I don't know how you do it. I, I'm, I'm stunned at what I see um, in multiple states with what kids have to go through in class. There was a video this week, I'll close with this, of two guys hanging out. It would look to be like some student center. They had One had a computer out, a laptop out. They were working on something at like a table. This is at Arizona State University in Tempe, just you know, right there in Phoenix. And they were attacked by two woke leftist females fab fab females um bipoc biracial persons of color i think is the acronym i'm not going to care i'm not going to pretend to care if i got it right or wrong i'm just throwing it out there doesn't mean enough to me to care about but they were minority females i, I you discover it later you can't see them in the video but they were 
verbally attacking these guys because one had a sticker on his computer, God forbid, that said police matter. And his buddy had something that said, basically, I didn't vote for Biden. And this girl was freaking out about the white guys being central in their space and ruining the space of everyone else. And they eventually left, but it was fun. They stood their ground for a while and argued with these idiots, these twits. One random dude who was was a minority, I can't, I couldn't tell uh, if he was Latino, but real nice guy stood up and was basically asked the great, the great question that needed to be asked. Now, remember, he was interrupted because these were entitled minority females. Remember, these are, these are women, I'm using that term lightly, that are, let's just say, about 19 or 20. And in this modern era, I've had years of being told that they're the smartest person in the room, even if they're completely fucking ignorant. Why? Because they're female minorities. So they think they're special. They talk about privilege, but they get more privilege than anyone they're ever going to meet. And they expect it. So if you wonder what gives somebody the balls to walk up to a stranger in a public area and ask them to leave because of a sticker, it's the privilege that these women have experienced and expect. At the ripe age of 19, when their brain, per science, isn't quite fully developed yet, these two idiots are going to tell two white guys that they don't have culture, they got into that, and that they have to leave. There are calls for them to be expelled. They should be. Anybody who acts like this should be fired, expelled, removed. No one should want to associate their university, their company, or any organization with idiots who behave like this in public and video it and post it. Do you think those two are going to be expelled? I doubt it because they're covered because there is no such thing as white privilege. What we've created, ladies and gentlemen, is privilege for everybody else. And they have the privilege to say white people are privileged. They have the privilege to get away with whatever they want. You can lie, cheat, or steal. The only time you get in a little bit of trouble is if you do something as stupid and as bold as Jesse Smollett or Smollett. Then you might get busted a little bit. I don't know if he served a day in jail. I can't remember. But I think he's gay too, so he's got the Don Lemon card. But yeah, that happened. Two guys harassed. So it's a cultural nightmare out there. Stop being nice to him. Stop listening to him. These idiots have always been wrong. Why would you... Why, I used to say, well, I respect everybody's opinion. I don't anymore. I do not respect the opinion of a liberal, especially a white liberal or an emotional minority female who thinks she's special just because of the way she was born. Get out of here. You're boring with all your whining and complaining and your talk of enslavement at 19 years old. Get out with your dumb self. I appreciate everybody listening. I'll be back Monday. God bless. Have a great rest of the weekend. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will talk to you soon. Take care.